0: Coming up on TMS, if Claire's your buddy, get a third buddy. Flesh shoot. The security guard was standing sideways. Can you come get your dog? Periodically looking at periodic tables. Among Veronica's marshmallows. Adobe failed the audition.
2: This title was generated by ChatGPT and is funny and clever.
0: Beep KK Slider.
2: Live in concert. In and out and loathing in Las
0: Vegas. Brian would walk 500 drinks. Brian would walk 500 drinks. Cockroach with Natasha Lyonne. Las Vegas monorail? It's more of a Shelbyville idea.
2: The seven audiobooks you can't play
0: on TMS with Amy. Perpetually returning socks to Home Depot with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
3: My day is 6 a.m. to noon, and I'm not crazy. You're crazy for thinking it takes 24 hours, just like some dude in a cave did 300 years ago. My second day starts at noon and goes till 6 p.m. That's day two. And then the next day is 6 p.m. to midnight. What I've done now is I have changed and manipulated time. I now get 21 days a week stack that up over a month i'm gonna kick your butt stack it up over a year you're toast
0: it's diana's take on the classic turd the morning stream shoot a nuke down a bug hole you got a lot of dead bugs Good morning, everyone, and welcome to TMS. It's uh, Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and Brian Nibbitt's back, everybody. Hello, Brian.
2: I'm back. I'm back. Hey, big thanks to uh, Bobby for filling in yesterday and uh, keeping the booth all sciencey, keeping yeah. hung-up hung periodic table of elements, and I'm looking at Quaroneum. Uh, uh, contains the letter Q. So, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Scott.
0: There you have it. No, it's all good. I had a hard time with that one. Um, and, uh, uh, well, whatever. I, I like,
2: love who, stuff like that. Yeah. I love trivia questions like that.
0: I just feel like I've not looked at a periodic table in a long time. Maybe yeah. that's what I need to do is just, like, peruse one, you know? Get it yep. in my head. Remember all the things. So, next time Bobby tries to pull one of his periodic table quizzes, I'll be a little more prepared.
2: <laughs> it's It's something that if you can... Get it down and get it, you know, figure out not, not just the the letters that go along with each of the elements, especially the ones like potassium and gold and silver that don't match up with the, you know, that silver's not SI, which would, you think would be easy to remember. Yeah,
0: um, that would make sense. If
2: you can get those down, but also the numbers, mm. uh, it's you know, it's something that comes up a lot on Jeopardy. It's something that comes up a lot as other clues for things on other trivia, uh, tournaments and stuff. So nice. Yeah. The Tom Lara song is a really good start. We had a, uh, jigsaw puzzle, um, that we solved that, uh, was the periodic table. And
0: mm. Ooh, that, that must've been really, that must've been time. hard. Was that hard? It was,
2: it was hard. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh.
0: Right. I did a recently, I did an iPad, uh, puzzle that was, um, it's a new Apple Arcade game. And there's yes. a. Yes. Uh, I played that
2: game. one too. That's good, that right? The pretty artwork. Yes. Yeah, it's really
0: nice. And they do this whole thing with. Um, I forgot his name. Anyway, famous artist. And one of his paintings is just kind of monochrome. Like, yeah. it's mostly just the same color and it's all kind of flat in a lot of ways and there's a little bit of texture difference in different places that took me forever to do <laughs> that was a hard puzzle man that's a hard one yeah i gotta have uh, a lot of shit i won't say on. what
2: it is because i imagine you want to use that for app slappy next uh, when we finally bring back
0: yes uh, we're bringing back app slappy that's right we're going to start talking about apps again occasionally um actually Monday's going to become kind of a revolving door for a few things we're going to have yep. occasional app slappy uh, we'll have dan occasionally We'll have, I want to say occasionally, about once a month is the idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're thinking about bringing, uh, f- at least for one, maybe more, uh, we're going to bring, I almost sit Nicole. I know you did. Monica in here, and she's going to talk about like her favorite upcoming horror movies for her podcast, Gore, uh, yeah, uh, and other Glenn things. We'll talk about tea. We talked oh, about, right, uh, right. We'll get Gwen in here and do a little uh, do a little tea talk, segment. Tea's the tea's the tea of the month. Yeah, uh, all that stuff. So it'll okay. be good. Looking forward to It'll that. it
2: good. And then App Slappy is one of those. And uh, I've got I've got one I'm excited to talk about. So, and it's not the jigsaw puzzle one. It is uh, it is a. Number puzzle that I am hooked on, like I was hooked on Sudoku
0: Whoa. twelve years ago or whatever it was. That's intense. I know how hooked on Sudoku you were. So I loved
2: the Sudoku. Love yeah. love a little bit of uh, figuring out numbers.
0: Yeah, that's good. I like uh, there's a, well, you know about it because you have it as well. But that poker Yahtzee combo game.
2: Yes, talk about that
0: uh, Pine Tar Poker. Love Pine Tar Poker. Yeah. I okay. How far so did you good. get? Like what? Uh, uh, I'm still. So I'm gambling now, like with the money. Uh, yeah. which is a much yeah. later stage thing but I'm not sure like mm-hmm. percentage wise where I'm at I'm pretty far
2: I've ahead. got so basically I've got all the runes um purchased but there's nothing left for me to purchase basically mm. and I've complete basically there's there's one hint that it's giving me of something I need to do and I think it's getting uh, a very a specific hand. In the main game, not the not the money gambling game, but um, a specific hand, and then that unlocks or completes the game or something.
0: Oh wow! Uh, I don't think I'm quite there. I'm pretty far though, and I enjoy the yeah. the game to game so much that um, I sometimes forget there's this overarching thing I'm trying to complete. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know,
2: just the regular game, which is so tough at the beginning, but then when you start getting the oh, well, this lets me draw more cards, and this lets me you know see how many more. Uh, hearts there are in the deck, etc.
0: Yeah. I, I would so. check it out if you guys get a second. It's a pay for game, no no stupid ads or, or uh yeah. free to play stuff. It's called Pine Tar Poker and we'll talk about it again on a on an on app slot to get a little slapy. more deep, but it's really good.
2: It's really God, good. it's so good. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I hope it shows up in other places too. That'd be nice. Um all right. Yeah. I did some anyway. experiments with our audio and I wanted to share this with you. <laughs> okay. Because adobe always, put out a i was worried about this no no you should you should um and in this case i do and i'm not so sure it's that great but uh <laughs> adobe okay. put out a new product it's basically just a free ai driven utility that is supposed to take your your voice audio and clean it up some oh and it okay. does do that generally speaking um but it's got limited use so so I tried it out, and I'm trying to remember the name of it. It is called I wrote. Uh, oh yeah, I bookmarked it. It's called Enhanced Speech, uh, Adobe okay. Enhanced Speech. It's just a web utility. It's not like an app you download, and you don't have to be a sub to use it. It's just a a thing Adobe put out there. They're going to have sure. to start doing that more because there's everyone else is going to beat them to the punch on AI assisted image stuff, and yes. you know Canva's already eaten their lunch on what they're trying to do with Adobe Express and all that. So. They kinda have to. But anyway, they put this out as part of their their quote unquote podcasting tools. There's really two tools right now. One is you can test your microphone and it will it will give you feedback about where you're at with all the ranges and if you should adjust anything. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um I like that one a lot. And it turns I went and did it and it says I'm right where I want to be, so that made me happy. Perfect. You didn't have to do anything. I Um, probably would need to do something like that. I don't know. You sound you're of all the people I do remote, you sound the best by far. So I think Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's just you're best suited for a remote, but also on your shows you sound. Cr- I don't think you're in that. I don't think you're in a problematic place okay. at all, because everyone well, else. You know, if I had to put them all up, Brian always sounds the most consistent. <laughs> um, well, think it probably helps that you're only like. There's more lag with me and Bobby yesterday than I ever get with you. Oh, oh, really? You think it's because of just distance? Maybe, or it's his connection, or it's. Uh, yeah, I would think that that like it's not yeah, horrible. I've had we've definitely had worse with people, but his. You could hear when we would do our read for the for the titles there's just a chunk of space there that you don't have <laughs> sure um, i
2: mean when uh, yeah that makes sense yeah when we we used to do that test like all right uh say something as soon as i get to the number three and one two three and i remember oh, right. days where it was like really bad yeah and but, that was uh, usually
0: attributed to ISP issues or whatever sort but, of tech issue yeah um so here's all what right, i did anyway. i went and anyway, um yeah. this is what it claimed it claimed you could take audio that sounded echoey or in a room or like in a A class where someone's giving a lecture or something and that it would make it kind of sound radio quality after you ran it through this filter. So here's my raw version. Let me turn off the uh, background here. Here's my raw version of the audio and then I'll play the version that I ran through. All right, and we'll see what we think. So here's the raw on my phone in a room. This is what I sound like talking to my phone uh, just normally and then we'll try the other way. All right, so echoey. (laughs) Passable, but, you know, not fancy. Yeah, right. But you can tell that
2: you're in, like, a a bathroom or a closet or something.
0: Yeah, I'm in a place that's not great. So then I run it through the filter, and here's what I got. So, again, a reminder. This is what it was before, just so it's fresh in your head. This is what I sound like talking to my phone. All right, now play the enhanced version. This is what I sound like talking to my phone uh, just normally. And then we'll try the other way. It's okay. It's not amazing. Uh, What's
2: weird is it starts to not sound like you. It, It... if, I, if I'm being honest, it sounds like a hybrid of you and Bo Schwartz. A
0: little bit. Play it again? Yeah, here goes. This is what I sound like talking to my phone uh, just normally, and then we'll like try little, the other way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a little Bo Schwartz in there. Yeah, a little robot-y, a little Bo schwartz and a little nasally. It's just not... It's not yeah. all there, right? It's not perfect.
2: That's uh, good. All right, AI. Uh, finally, we see AI uh, stumble. <laughs> yeah, oh, we've, we've seen we've seen the underbelly hands.
0: here. Now, here's <laughs> so I decided after that, I'm like, well, what would it? What would happen if I took a raw episode file, sure, and ran it through this thing? What would it do? And it's not meant to do things that have a lot of music or background stuff or. Multiple voice, like it wants a consistent thing. So, this is it is showing the limits of the technology a little bit, but it turned out real weird. And I want to share this with you. So, okay. here's how you and I sound when we were doing titles at the top of the show after the filter. So, here you go. Coming up right. on TMS, lovely lady dumps.
2: Waiter, there's a hair in my ibuprofen. Bang, zoom, buzz. To the moon. Just let Veronica win. Pop watch, take the time. Even All right, and there's steep- a commercial,
0: but you can, it sounds like Brian's in a pile of like, cotton yeah
2: yeah i'm i'm among uh, veronica's marshmallows is what i am that's what it sounds like
0: basically yeah totally so then i wanted to hear how does our theme song sound here's oh
2: all right oh god yeah these things (laughs) usually trash with music yeah here's
0: where shit gets weird all right so i'm gonna play this this is the theme song for tms our you know our opener which should sound like uh where is it here it should sound like this you know our normal thing right yeah here's what it came through as
3: uh, here it is. This thing gets weirder. <laughs> the morning stream! Oh no! <laughs> the bad apes have the
0: crystal laser! oh weird it's like it uh <laughs> iso-
2: it's funny that 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 just automatically triggers it's like pavlov's, pavlov's chat room over there yeah that can't stop typing tms when they hear yeah. that noise. you
0: guys that don't come live you should really see this one day it's insane i gotta is, uh, i gotta make a gif out of it
2: it's like they just get taken over like a
0: zombie horde yeah
2: um yeah that's uh funny how it isolates the yeah. yeah, and tries yes. to make like, it sound it was-
0: like a dude saying it, right? Like it's yeah. just yeah. Now I I tried it with the mid song, just a little section of it. Okay. And by the way, it's the first time I've ever felt completely 100 percent comfortable playing any of the music out loud on YouTube because there's no way their algorithm <laughs> will make sense of this. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah, good.
0: But listen to what it tries to do to that. And I'm pretty sure both songs that day had a female vocalist. Uh. Anyway, here it is. We'll we'll see how it sounds. You look <laughs> I don't even know what song it was. It was whatever I don't it was. Either, but it's
2: crazy how the uh, the the background arrangement actually sounds right. Yeah. But they've
0: wow. They put little robots. <laughs> it's really weird. All right. Here's wow. more from the final song. You'll recognize the song, but the okay. the way the, boy they do her voice dirty. Here it is waving it down my you see this it's like a dude at the end going or something
2: yeah's yeah. Oh got be a yeah there's a trivia game in there somewhere right where we have to like maybe you take a section of a movie clip mm-hmm. and run it through that and see if if we can identify the movie mm-hmm. kind of thing
0: yeah or even I mean even doing it with a song although it's I'd probably You'd probably figure out the background. I don't know. I'd have Maybe. a hard time. If yeah. I heard that raw without any notice, I would have a really hard time telling you what the hell that song was. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it was so fresh, it just happened Tuesday. It's a little easier. But
2: <laughs> anyway, I guess I guess, mean, I guess, I know, guess there's, when, there's a little bit of KK Slider to that. That's really funny. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, totally. If I'm going to say, any, so here's my review, Adobe, for your free AI audio enhancement thing. Here's where I think people use it they'll use it the way you described it. If somebody heard a, a thing in class and it was quiet, hard to hear, and had too much echo, you're going to immediately see an improvement. If you're on your phone, your phone's off to the side and you're filming something, you're putting something together with your phone, and you're just too echoey, this is going to sound a lot better when you edit this in. For sure. Other yeah. than that, I can't use it, all right? I just can't. Yeah, no. It's too weird. Not good. Not, good. not smart yeah. enough, yeah. Once, once you get to a place where you can say... Uh, where, where your AI is good enough to say I will take all spoken sound isolate uh-huh. all those waveforms within the body of the of the product not separate tracks but one full track and enhance mm-hmm. those and then touch nothing else and mm-hmm. then just level eight anything that may need it you do want to you do a tool like that, we're, we'll talk. We'll have. We'll you and I'll have. We'll be friends on that. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, the other thing I'd say to Adobe about their free uh, audio adjuster program is you've priced it accordingly. Yep. Adobe, yep. well done. Yeah, nice, well done. Nice for job. once, for once, you're for charging once the your right prices price. Prices are accurate. Yes. That's right.
0: There's things I I pay for Audition still because I love it and yeah, Audition you can do a lot of what I. But it already does i mean that's what i do every sure. day it does what sure. i need to do to get where i want to be when i put out the final file yep so they didn't include any of this in there which i think is on purpose cuz it's just too weird <laughs>
2: yeah there's it's too weird you know i'm sure there's like a, a audio filter or something you can load into it or something like it's, a stack or something
0: it's very very it. funky uh one yeah. final thing before we get uh, uh our good pal in here oh we have two mm-hmm. things never mind let me give you this two. first one Sure. Uh, we got a we did a call from somebody. I just want to play because it it's weird. Right. Uh, this is a Utah connection. It's five seconds long. Enjoy.
2: Hey, this is Jonathan calling
0: from New York. Um, I have a Utah connection. I've been there. That's his whole call.
2: well many of us then do so we've there's a lot of people here now with Utah connections.
0: yeah I feel like we've really nailed what it means to have a Utah connection by saying you've been here (laughs) Uh, Brian tell me about rainbow bright what's her deal she's asking something
2: yeah she asked a question in pre-show pre 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 -pre pre-show like uh, during the the lead-up asked if I've ever walked the length of the Las Vegas Strip. so basically from uh, the stratosphere down to Mandalay Bay, which is currently like your your Las Vegas strip endpoints basically. Mm-hmm. Um I absolutely have. Um this is uh I'm so trying to I. get Chris Brown by the way to come to uh, uh TMS Vegas because I think a lot of people would love to have a drink with Chris with the real Chris Brown.
0: Oh we'd love to see I'd love to meet Chris Brown. That'd be great.
2: <laughs> but he uh he and I were drinking down at a bar in Mandalay Bay called rum jungle and he uh I, I won't go into the full long story about it but this was during one of our um trade shows that we were working and he was staying at mandalay bay i was staying at the other end at the west gate mm. and this was years before lyft and uber you could basically take taxi taxis but you also had the the monorail and that sort of thing
0: right you walk a lot in Vegas, You walk that. a lot. Yeah. You do.
2: So, uh, so he and I are drinking, it's just rum drink after rum drink and we're getting, people are buying them for us and we're ordering our own and et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and then Chris says, uh, uh I've got to, this is the first time I ever called him Chris. Then he says, uh, uh hold on, I got to go to the bathroom. And he disappears. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, he had just ordered a drink, so I drank my drink. I'm kind of waiting. He's taking off a long time to come back. Yeah. I finish my drink. I'm like, well, screw it. I'm going to drink his drink, and I'll teach him a lesson about being gone so long. Yeah. I drink his drink, and uh, and he still hasn't come back yet, so I'm like, well, all right, I'll just sit. We were basically standing at the bar, but there were these nice, comfy uh, booths behind it. And yep. I'm like, well, I'm going to sit down on the booth. The next thing I know I'm getting poked by a security guard saying, You can't sleep here, who's weirdly standing <laughs> sideways. And then I realize I'm just laying down. Oh, damn. And, uh, and I, I kind of get up and I'm like, Okay, no problem. And I decide, Okay, I Chris Brown never came back. And so I start plodding my way from Mandalay Bay. Well, at first, I try and go up to like the little tram that goes from Mandalay Bay to Excalibur. I figured yeah. out yeah. in my mind, I know, All right, Mandalay Bay to Excalibur, tram. Cross the street, go across to monorail, hop on the monorail, boom, all the way to Westgate, no problem.
0: Yeah. Easy peasy.
2: That would be an easy peasy if this was uh, the right time of day, because uh, the monorail that the tram stops at a certain time and the monorail stops at a certain time. Right. So, and I missed both of those times. So basically, I went from Mandalay Bay, walked across the bridge to MGM, and then like just like like basically it was a marionette being held up by strings all the way down wow. from. Where, did, what, don't what, I, I don't want to jump and to the Westgate the, is the Las Vegas Hilton where the uh, Star Trek experience used to be.
0: Sure, sure, and I don't want to jump to, to conclusions here, but what the frick yeah. happened to Chris Brown, the real Chris Brown? <laughs> like
2: he, as drunk as uh, I was, he was there as well. He ended up lost in the center of Mandalay Bay, <laughs> and um, one of our clients, one of our customers, who I'm still, you know, still, uh, still a customer of the new company that I do some freelance for and that he works for, uh, found him and said, all right, let's get you, let's get you back to your room. Where, where's your room? And she walked him all the way back up, tossed him in his room, pulled the door shut and, uh, that was it. uh, went about her business. Wow. But, uh, yeah. And you know, at no point did he say, Oh, would you do me a favor and, and go over to rum jungle and let Brian know that, that I'm out for the night or something like that? Nope. He just like passed out and, uh, did not see him, uh, until the next
0: day. I love that. You got woken up by a guard guy. Right?
2: <laughs> I know. I feel like, I feel like it's a bucket list item that I never knew I had on my bucket list. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. like getting poked by a security guard in a bar and told, uh, you can't sleep here,
0: sir. <laughs> when we were, uh, went to Vegas one year, 95, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, me, my wife, uh, we'd only been married a year or a couple of years. um, My friend Andrew and his wife Annie all walked from Mandalay Bay all the way down to the Stratosphere, that direction, that night, uh, the Uh entire length. And then when we were done there, we were like, are we walking back? And we all were like... No. <laughs> no, no, no. So we're we got taking a
2: taxi. taxi, the deuce, we'll take whatever, but
0: yeah, yeah, we took it. 95,
2: the monorail. I don't think the monorail was there in 95,
0: was it? It may not have been. Um, and even if it was, I don't think I had the knowledge to know where to get on and off and how to do the best route and all yeah. that stuff. I think I would have been out of it, but uh, I wasn't drinking, so I wouldn't have that reason. But we were just like, it's just our legs are killing it. It was a long walk, man. Yeah. That's a long yeah. way to go,
2: and and the monorail is misleadingly beneficial uh yeah. because you have to go all the way through whatever casino it is you need to get to to get yeah. to the monorail station mgm grand is the worst like the monorail station itself is right by the really close to the entrance of the of uh mgm grand but you have to go down this area and then through the the uh, these stores aren't, these stores and restaurants aren't good enough to put in the main level yeah. of our <laughs> casino hotel. Yeah. These are like, you know, Wetzel's Pretzels and the um MAGA hat store and stuff like that. <laughs> you have to go down through to get to the actual monorail.
0: Yeah, it's done. it almost makes that thing kind of useless, like kind
2: of useless. Like if yeah. you happen to be in one of the hotels and you're going to the other hotel and don't have to go out to the strip that's great right like oh i'm i'm staying in mgm grand we're going to um uh paris for sure to get some food there good example Um, perfect you get out in paris and you're you're pretty much there yeah if If you're you're in that
0: little zone and maybe that's all it was really meant for was to keep people around that zone and i don't know just doesn't do a lot for sure i mean it
2: is it is the 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 biggest example of exit through the gift shop it's like sure take the monorail now enjoy the entirety of our casino on yeah. your way across the street to Cosmopolitan.
0: Yep. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, Rainbow Bright, there's your answer.
2: There you go. There we you have know.
0: walked the length. Now, if you if you thought uh, Fremont was the length of the, like, all the way to Fremont and back to Mandalay, that's not no. technically the full strip. Strip ends. No. Yeah. At Stratosphere, right?
2: And that's yeah, Las Vegas Boulevard, basically. The the what what's called the Las Vegas Strip, uh, plus Las Vegas Boulevard, which is the strip, is right. north south. Fremont is east west.
0: Right. And technically it could grow further south, I suppose. It oh, could,
2: yeah. and probably will. I mean, there's yeah. stuff down there. There's uh there's the conveyor belt sushi place that mm-hmm. we're going to go to, I hope, uh, which is just south of Mandalay Bay. Right. Um in the what is that place called? It's like the, it's an outdoor malls kind of place. Oh, yeah.
0: Kim loves it there. Uh, yeah. uh, I forgot the name of it, but yeah, that's out there. But the problem World is you start running right like into the airport at some point. And uh, yeah. I mean, that may be convenient, I guess. just jumps right It'd off. It would be and-
2: great if they could run that. If they could run the monorail to the airport, they would, I mean, boy, the taxi industry would poop their pants and protest but oh they already
0: imagine them now oh they just they hate they hate
2: the fact that uber they fought tooth and nail to keep uber and Lyft out of uh vegas and
0: uh didn't work sometimes the genie's out of the bottle son yep exactly nothing you can do all right here's something we can do let's do that we're gonna add amy to the call yes yep we got. Uh, she has a book she's been holding on to for a whole week because we weren't here last Thursday.
2: It's a little crumpled up now
0: and I know. hard to read it's because she wrinkly. doing that. It's all wrinkly yep. and weird. Anyway, here's Pages that.
2: Over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someone wrote all over it. Who knows? Uh, hey, sorry. Amy, what's going on? Welcome back to the uh, show for Read This. How are you?
4: Hi. Oh, you guys are talking about my book. Yeah, okay. Your book yeah, you've been like, holding
0: on to for
2: a what? week. Yeah.
4: <laughs> right at the moment. So I listen... On Twitch before yeah. you guys call me into the call. But then, you know, there's a little chunk of audio that I don't hear <laughs> yep. in between picking up yep. the call. And and started to talk to
2: you guys. Who, like, who knows what, what
0: dirty cheese we're airing about <laughs> you? Exactly. You know? no a chunk, chunk of, of
2: delay. We can folded. say
0: whatever we want yeah. <laughs> during that chunk of delay. <laughs> we, and say, no we say we say. Let's get Amy in here. Boy, doesn't she suck? Anyway, books, books, everybody, books, and you never <laughs> yeah, hear it. Exactly. <laughs> hear
4: you it. totally could, yeah. and I would never know. Well, um, so I want to tack on to what you guys were talking about. I actually was t- I was taking notes. You know, like a like a good little book. Sure, word. okay. Uh, That's good. So you know, talking about your little drunken escapade in Vegas, and the first thing I thought of while you were describing that was like, and I said this in the chat: things only a dude can do, mm. right? Like yeah. a woman cannot oh, yeah. do that. A Pass woman,
2: out in a bar, yeah, yeah, bad no. freaking news mm-hmm. for sure. Fem- yeah.
4: Any any fem presenting person cannot do that it would be yes. very unsafe so on that note mm. Bobby had a brilliant idea last year and I think we should re-implement it this year there's going to be a, a collection of us who will gladly give out our, our numbers and if mm-hmm. you want to text us we will be the safe people like if somebody is coming up to you like last year we had a thing right like somebody <laughs> did somebody punch somebody?
5: Cheesy, G.
2: The, yeah, Cheesy yeah. G decked a guy in uh in the plaza bar who was getting a little hand like would not leave her alone she gave him so many warnings verbal warnings and then he got a little handsy and she just cl- floored him yeah basically
0: i still blame her um that whole her anger came mostly from losing uh impact miss pac-man to me the day before oh
2: it all yeah might have yeah. come from but craps it built too, up she she yeah. lost uh we taught her how to play craps and it didn't go very well for her but well. Uh, yeah, that. no. I tried like you. You have no idea how much I tried to get that video, uh, from the security cameras at the plaza. I really, I talked to the right people, and they just couldn't get them to me. Why oh, wouldn't they do man. it? Would they just?
0: They have a policy where they won't give that stuff out probably. Or um,
2: no, because the person even said, let me see. Do you know the approximate time? Let me see if I can get it. And then he just never got back to me. Oh, but, right. but I, I went through three people to finally get the right person and was in contact with them. And, and uh, I think he tried, said that ah, can find it and then just didn't bother replying back to me. But. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. They're, they're busy. They're following that handsy guy around with other videos, I guess. Probably <laughs> right.
2: So, right for the lawsuit.
0: Yeah, yeah we so. got your back over there. If you guys need help, there's always somebody who's there to walk you. If you're going to walk the Length of the strip, and you're you know, your uh, your Claire Gack, don't do it. We get a buddy system going. We'll go with you. It's all good.
4: Yeah, we'll Claire's yeah, in the chat sure. going. I'm a safe person. No, Claire, you no. need a safe person. Yeah, like, you
0: honey.
2: Need a, <laughs> a, Employ the buddy system, and if Claire Gack is your buddy, then get a, a third buddy. Get please. a
0: third buddy. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, and I'll go ahead and say this because I I know it to be true. Chuck is always available for that, and you know Chuck is like. Uh, much like Scott, he is completely sober, has been for over a year. So uh, you know yeah. he, he he will be glad to and and feel obliged, frankly, to make sure that you are safely returned to your hotel room and and whatever. This is uh, this is what's hilarious
0: too. Like when you're a tall guy, you yeah. uh, guys are high. Me and Brian's height, we are a- automatically kind of intimidating to strangers, and they will not mess with us even though I don't feel like that guy, I don't feel like an intimidating guy at all. Yep. But they see us as that. So if you just need Mm -hmm. us to walk around with you, we're good. We'll do it. You know, oh, yeah,
4: and Bobby points out in the chat, it's not just about having a a buddy if you're out drinking or whatever. It's also if someone is coming up to you and being creepy, um, and it doesn't matter, gender, I don't care, whatever. If somebody's coming up to you being creepy and you need somebody to pretend to be your significant other or, but you know, your, (laughs) you know, uh, overprotective mom figure, whatever. If you, you know, I don't care if you need somebody to creep somebody, the heck out and make them go away (laughs) chuck is your man i will do that i i will I oh man Uh, i've been i've been taking lessons i can creep somebody out no problem i'd be like oh no you don't want her number people (laughs) with her number end up like on uh lists for you know organ donation and stuff like that you Mm -hmm. don't want that
0: Uh, i I pity the i pity the fool that tries to do this to Carter, because she, she's got Wolverine power. She will tear them <laughs> to pieces. For real, Didn't she's she so strong. Did you say somebody
4: did that in when she was in Iceland? Oh yeah,
0: something? Russian uh, Russian dude. Uh, I guess he was just drunk oh. and was being belligerent. He wasn't yeah. like being creepy, but uh, I can't remember how that turned out, though. But I was like, I, part of me wants to see one of those go to fruition, because I'm not kidding about her strength. She's got bear strength. She's just really strong, and when she's like in a corner or needs to you know, if the defense mechanisms kick in, I would not yeah. want to be in that path. She's scary as hell when she's mad. Anyway. Yeah. And she's such very, a sweet kid. Cool. She's just a nice, kind, little, you know, normal kid until you put her in a bad situation. And then I, I, I pray for you because you're all going to die at her hands. She's rough. Yeah. In. Well, anyway. that's kind of
4: like that story I was telling before about the guy, Jeremy, that we always took out with us when we were in France. You know, like he was like six foot five. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, we, we took him out with us because nobody would mess with us because mm-hmm. he was huge, yeah. you know.
5: Yeah, it's so, weird. Same, it's weird. Same, same. It's weird what but. size
0: does, even though some of us feel like total you know, I, I don't feel like a big tough guy at all. No, people no, see me; they don't know me. They they think, "Oh, exactly. that guy's six to four. Who's scary?" But boy, or, I
2: can intimidate like the best of them. But yeah. if if push came to shove, I'd be swinging my arms like the the, the blades of a
0: uh, roto uh, tiller. That's right,
2: <laughs> yeah. hoping to yeah. make contact yeah. with whoever.
0: <laughs> Plus, I can I can resting bitch face people off. I can they, they'll be sitting oh, there, yeah. and if they just look yeah. at me, and all I'm doing is relaxing and chilling. They'll think I'm pissed. I'm going to kill them. So it's exactly. good. Exactly. It's all good. Yeah,
4: you'd be surprised how how effective just a blank stare is. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Like in mm-hmm. and, and just completely creeping someone out, and yeah. just saying something completely innocent, but making it sound creepy.
0: Yeah, and do it like, low. Got you. Got to get mm-hmm. down in this register yeah, here.
4: Very monotone. Excuse like, me. And, what you know,
0: are you doing here? And they're just like, oh shit. I can't fight yeah, it embrace is.
4: Your inner Ben Stein. You That's know, true. just you know, give it that flat, you know, that flat delivery.
0: My inner Ben Stein yeah. came out of me a long time ago. Uh anyway. <laughs> well, so Brian, to- I'm
4: glad to hear that your back is feeling better also. Yeah, sure like uh, do you think that you might be able to, to do a bike ride when you
2: get Listen, I'm going full speed ahead for the MS 150 this year. Uh so uh, my plan is yes to rent a bike while, uh, we're in Vegas and, and, uh, at least get a nice few hour half day ride in or something with Chuck and whoever else wants to go. Probably Very be, cool. I think yeah. Monday morning is probably going to be the ideal time for that before everybody starts coming in, but, um, that's the that's currently the plan. Nice,
4: awesome, awesome. Yeah, I know Monkey Bananas yeah. is planning to join you guys as well. Cool. So if Great anybody point. else is a is a cyclist wants to wants to get in on that, you know, Monkey then, Bananas uh,
0: is welcome. He just can't bring his brother, who will beat everybody in a race.
2: <laughs> right? it's too
0: late. It's happening. He's already he's already not only bringing
2: his brother, but his brother is already registered for the for the competition. Yeah, so. but if you
0: put him I'll in tell the you bike, what, do you put not him in
4: play b- a fighting game with that guy. No, he he'll he kill. He'll destroy me. you.
0: Yeah, that's just, where he. Yeah. It's where he beat me. I think i think that's the final game i played and he whooped me and that game was his controller was broken and sort of he couldn't (laughs) he couldn't go back or something there was some weird thing wrong with his with his stick and he still beat me bastard yeah yeah, we, well, I have we other Vegas
4: uh, questions, but I'll oh, sure. I'll uh, email you. I can I mean I can ask them here. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, Let's we'll save them
2: well, because we got to get to the book. Meeting. Yeah, yeah I was we got we
4: got to we got to get moving on. But, we got um, we got I'll, Wendy I'll, in like
2: twelve or I'll, something. So I'll
4: shoot you a, a message, Brian, and cool. ask these, some of these other. Questions, I will
2: ask but. I will answer them, and if if some of them are great for like uh, spreading the knowledge, then we'll right. we'll also answer them on the show.
4: Oh, cool, cool. Um, So, yeah. And uh, one last note, if you get a chance to ride in a car with Kim and Scott, totally uh, take them (laughs) up on it because it's as entertaining as any episode of Skim. It's like it's exactly
0: if you guys think you guys think we're some kind of some kind of weird fakery on the show going on just nope. spend some time in our car it's worse than you think it's worse than you think yeah. i'm telling you it's
4: it's totally it's yeah it's it's like an episode of that and you know chuck and i were just cracking up cuz i was like they're like us but you
0: know. <laughs> we should have recorded that.
4: you're big dorks and you yep. know, so the big dork fun. the the,
0: the, dork, the dork happens mic on or not that's how it works around here yeah. uh, sure, right. all right let's get, all all get right. to your so, book and
4: i'm sorry about my dog barking in the background yeah. so hold on a second chuck sure. Oh, you did that on purpose. Got got your own mark Uh, moment. I love it. It's good. And you come get your dog?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's his dog when she's barking. I see. Mm. Uh Oh, yeah. Uh. Well,
4: that one is his dog. That one's Beauregard. Violet, the little little dark one, is mine. But anyway, so yeah, you go ahead. Roll the clip. It doesn't need any introduction.
3: All right. Here we go. Here's the clip. I'm a modern man, a man for the millennium, digital and smoke-free. A diversified, multicultural, postmodern deconstructionist, politically, anatomically, and ecologically incorrect. I've been uplinked and downloaded, I've been inputted and outsourced. I know the upside of downsizing, I know the downside of upgrading. I'm a high-tech lowlife, a cutting-edge, state-of-the-art, bi-coastal multitasker, and I can give you a gigabyte in a nanosecond. I'm new wave, but I'm old school, and my inner child is outward-bound. I'm a hot-wired, heat-seeking, warm-hearted, cool customer, voice-activated and biodegradable. I interface with my database. My database is in cyberspace, so I'm interactive, I'm hyperactive, and from time to time, I'm radioactive. Behind the eight ball, ahead of the curve, riding the wave, dodging the bullet, pushing the envelope. I'm on point, on tap on message and off drugs. I got no need for coke and speed. I got no urge to binge and purge. I'm in the moment, on the edge, over the top, but under the radar. A high concept, low profile, medium range, ballistic missionary. A streetwise, smart bomb. A top gun bottom feeder. I wear power ties, I tell power lies, I take power naps, I run victory laps. I'm a totally ongoing Bigfoot slam dunk rainmaker with a proactive outreach. A raging workaholic. A working rageaholic. Out of rehab and in denial.
0: You know what? He would have been the most amazing rap artist of all time.
3: Right? <laughs> he really would he would he'd be able to beat
2: Uh, M&M in that mom spaghetti lose yourself uh, rap at the beginning of eight months. I would have paid to see that yeah he would win all rap
0: battles he would have been you know he would have been lord of the the form but instead we got him in this form Uh, so that's obviously George Carlin what is the what's the book this week
2: it
4: is indeed George Carlin the book is called when will Jesus bring the pork chops Um, this was this was released in 2004 and I you know you can you can read it as a book if you so choose but i obviously for very obvious reasons recommend uh, getting the audiobook because it, there's nothing like hearing george do it himself and i sure. mean that that little that little spiel there that's like a third of that I had to cut it off because I was like, okay, this clip is going to be too long. (laughs)
5: Mm. You know, so
4: I had to find Uh, a place where, good luck finding a place where George Carlin takes a breath. Yeah, right, right. It's hard to do. I zoomed way in so that I could see all the little blips in there when I could find a place where I wasn't catching a bit of the next word. It was yeah he's uh he is he's he's amazing and and he can he can apparently do that for like five minutes or so
0: oh yeah Um, he he can go and go and go that guy i don't know if there's anybody anybody like him he's just hearing that again is a great reminder i watched that documentary recently which was fantastic Mm -hmm. can't recommend it enough and it's uh i i one of a kind stuff like nobody else is like that what like him or hate him the talent of just like his oration ability, his ability to just mm-hmm. get mm. huge ideas out quickly and, and in a funny way, but also make you think. is it's amazing. Just,
2: you know, it's yeah. so, it's so great. Not, you know, not anarchistic, but also not, uh, sheep, you know, following the herd. It's just like his own path that just is like so knowledgeable and makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, uh,
4: absolutely. He's and he's, he's what I would call a wordsmith. Um, you know, for, for sure. Like he, he plays with words in, uh, you know, a way that is super pleasing to your ear, but also it makes you, makes you think. And, uh, but he does it so quickly and he speaks so quickly (laughs) that you have to kind of catch up. Like Mm -hmm. by the time you're like, Oh yeah, then he's gone. He said six other things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And you watch any of his concerts, like any of his live concerts, here's what's crazy about that guy. He has, Mm -hmm. doesn't have any crutch words. Never uses ums or uhs or anything like that. He never stumbles yeah. over a word and has to re it. Like the rest of humanity, he doesn't do that. And he'll go that two and a half hours on stage and never once make one of those foibles. And then he'll also rattle off stuff that he must have burned into his brain because there's <laughs> no other way to remember it and be able to do it that that you know precisely. Even in yeah. his older age, right before he died... He's looking, you know, crispy and ready to go up there, and he still just could pound that stuff out in a way that I just don't. I mean, it's almost like, like who, I can't think of another person who has that power. It's in, it's insane what he was able to do.
4: <laughs> oh, for real! I I absolutely I absolutely agree. He was absolutely one of a kind. Uh, just yeah, and I would love to have been able to hear his take on. And what's going on now? Although you listen to some of his older stuff and oddly it still applies. It's like what, the more things change, the more they stay the same.
0: No, it's like, because- I think he had a handle on the primordial version of what sucks in life mm-hmm. and you can apply it to almost anything. So if something today is going on either politically or socially or whatever it is. Um, it's you can go back and find some Carlin bit that addresses it. And he may have done it in like seventy-two, but somehow it feels like he did it in 2022. It's crazy.
4: Oh yeah. It's crazy. I for real. Like he yeah. did a he did a bit in this in this book. There is a section where he talks about the Ten Commandments and he he edits the Ten Commandments. <laughs> and it's fantastic. I don't want to spoil it because it's it's great and, and yeah. it's hilarious, but you're like you know, you're right. And it, he starts it off with, okay, the first three commandments are just complete bullshit. Just throw them away. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
6: you know? <laughs> so, it,
4: yeah, yeah I, I 100% recommend. this. Was, I got in kind of a mood for this because I was in kind of a bad mood last week. And so I was like, all right, I'm, I'm. Pull out some Carlin <laughs> this week. I, and it's funny. Somebody said. Uh, I think it was. Um, uh, Icor or somebody. In the chat. Met, wrote a, a title. That was like the the seven audiobooks we can't play on TMS with Amy. And that's really funny because I sent Scott two clips yep. and one of them was a little bit dirty. And I was, I was like, okay, let me give you this other one just in case. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it turns out it was too dirty, even though I bleeped out a bunch of stuff. It was still too dirty.
0: Yeah. So, we, and yeah. For the record, the don't main... worry,
4: Claire, I'll send it to you. Yeah.
0: You'll get it, Claire. <laughs> but the main reason we went with the one we did is I just feel like the clip you sent or this clip we played is so indicative of his um, yeah. his thing that yeah. it just oh, worked really real? well. Did we talk about what the name of the book is? I don't even know if we did. Yes, yeah.
4: the name of the book is "When Will Jesus Bring."
0: Oh, the right. When will Jesus That's bring? Right. Cover's got him
2: doing the Last Supper with his uh, knife and fork out. That's uh, right. Among all the apostles. That's right. Uh, yeah, this here's here's what I would consider to be the. A potentially only good use of an AI chat bot is giving us an accurate George Carlin perspective on the world today.
0: Yeah. yeah. They'd have to really be good at it. But can you imagine if you could – just put in a prompt and that, say, "What would Carlin yeah. say about this?" And then get and have that thing poop it out in the way he would have said. I mean, it's, it's all sad. that's all weird, and and I'm not sure I like that future. But it still would be really interesting to.
4: I kind of yeah. want it. I kind of want to see. So I heard a thing on NPR this morning where they were asking it all about, uh, you know, flying a rocket and could it fly a rocket? Could like the Chat GPD fly a rocket? Oh God. And, it was, and they they were asking an actual rocket scientist to review the output from it, and uh, you know I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> I didn't get to listen to the whole thing because I was just in my car, but uh, and I got where I was going before the piece was over. Yeah. But I'm you know what a right? rocket
2: is like? It's like a giant missile that uh, <laughs> that the robots
0: can point at humanity. No, I say no. Yeah, yeah. that's right? a good point. Um, well, I that just tried some to interesting
4: points on there though, that it was like, um, you know, we've kind of been autopiloting a lot of stuff like that for a while now, you yeah. know, like the space program has been doing that since the Apollo missions. So
0: yeah, we kind of true. been
4: letting the computer steer for a while. Kind
0: of. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyway,
4: George Carlin. Yeah.
0: I tried to get into chat GPT just now to see if we could do like describe, sure. um, the Korean war from the perspective of, uh, George Carlin. Just see what it would say but yeah. it's a capacity once again and I can't freaking do it. So oh, get out of there. All There's right. people right now at work or at school going, uh, write my freaking paper for this. week." <laughs>
2: exactly. List the 10 ways that, uh, capitalism is better than communism. Yeah. And then whatever. they, yeah. then they
0: go drink all weekend while their teacher gives them an A. It's, it's yeah. A terrible future yeah. we're heading toward. Nobody's horrible. Nobody's oh. good at anything anymore. Anyway. Uh, well, this is fantastic. Go check it out. Available on Amazon. I see both in written and obviously audio form. And uh, it's among other books of his, right? He's got other stuff, I believe. Oh, yes. Yeah. He
4: has other books as well. So uh, I think Napalm and Silly Putty was the, the one he wrote right before that. So, yeah, but he has he has several books that he wrote and he reads them all for uh, for uh audiobook. So, yeah, I would I would totally recommend going and checking all of them out because they're fantastic
0: very cool. very cool uh yeah. amy thanks for bringing this as always uh this will be up on quicktms.ly for those looking for all the stuff we cover on our segments during the week including amy's segment so if you forgot the name of the book or otherwise wanted to see what we talked about you can find it there amy have a great week i can't wait to talk to you one more time next week and then another time after that and then many <laughs> times after that i'll be here bye now all right we're uh we're oh let me in hold on a second oh my gosh okay um how would george carlin describe oh you found some okay you got in uh what do we i'll say i'll do it the korean war Uh, whoops korean war okay let's see what it says uh it's thinking as an ai language model I don't have personal opinions or emotions, but based on George Carlin's style of comedy, he may have described the Korean War uh, in a sarcastic and critical manner. Well, that's not what I'm looking for. (laughs) Uh, Slash sarcasm slash
2: and sarcasm. Yeah, humorous
0: observations about the events and circumstances surrounding the conflict. All right, chat, GBT, go back to bed. It's fine.
2: Jokey, 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 reference. Jokey, jokey, reference. Yep. F word. <laughs> there you have
0: it. Uh, all right, that's it. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll spend some time with my sister, Wendy. She's back this week, back from Chicago, from her fantastic trip Yay! there. And uh, we have, a, I think, a really great... Uh, email to share with her so that'll come up here in a minute cool. but before that we need to have a break and we need to have a song so Brian you can probably give us those two things what do you got
2: I have a break I have a song let's break with this song uh here's one that actually came to us from a listener who where uh, somehow is uh affiliated with the band uh, a guy named Andrew wrote in and said hey hope you guys are doing well I'd love to recommend an indie band for you to play on TMS selfish bodies hideous mm. selfish bodies being the band hideous being the song they are a wicked female fronted rock band from Ed Edmonton, Canada. Uh, he is affiliated with the band and did get their permission. Uh, so that is the requirement. If you have an Indian in the middle that you want to recommend, that's the only requirement I have is that you uh, just ask the band if it's cool to play them on the show. And if we get a yes, then that is all the permission that I need. I just need it uh, written. Sure. Uh, here is their song, A Hideous. This is really, really good. And I'm kind of glad that you didn't play this yesterday because I want to be here to hear it. So here is the song Hideous by the band from Edmonton, Canada, Selfish Bodies.
6: Mother, mother says To keep your friends Closer, closer than Your enemies Forget about the old say. I'm hideous, you're hideous too I'm selfish, you're a little bit rude I'm a loser, you're so, so cool I'm serious, you're so, so cool I'm hideous, you're hideous too I'm selfish, you're a little bit rude
0: john the history books will clean it up well it doesn't matter i'll not appear in the history books anyway only you franklin did this and franklin did that and franklin did some other damn thing
3: i am torgo i take care of the place while the master is away the morning stream i'm alive i live To safeguard the continuity of the greatest society, to serve Liberia, baby.
0: Uh, Welcome back to the show. Hey, tell us who that was again so I can go find it later.
2: Boy, if I could, I could. Yeah. That is a song called Hideous by the band Selfish Bodies. Big thanks again to Andrew for sending that to us and getting permission for us to play it on the show.
0: Yeah, and I don't know why this uh, this wasn't supposed to play right here. <laughs> this was supposed to play. But for some reason, oh, yeah, something right. in my soundboard's effed and I got to figure out why. Did, uh, but see,
2: it still was enough to trigger the tadpole. That's all it took. That's the tadpole took. just went crazy
0: still. Maybe I did it on purpose, chat. Oh, maybe, maybe it felt like the show oh. started twice today. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, oh. I don't know. all right. Uh, we are going to add Wendy to it and see what she's got going on. Uh, okay. All right. She's got thoughts. She's got feelings. You know, she's yeah. a human being well, with ideas, both she, of which are very important. I yeah. believe she has expertise yeah. in this area. So let's play this.
5: Everyone knows.
0: It is my sister, Wendy, fresh back from a trip to Chicago. How'd it go there, by the way? How was Chicago? Great. Yeah? Great.
1: It's such a cool town. It is a cool I town. I mean, yeah. really cold, yeah. very yeah. windy. Yeah. Holy cow. But that's the only bad part. Well,
0: it is the... Uh, <laughs> they call the, totally oh, that place the Windy City. Yeah, they should call it the Windy City. When I mean, they call it, they call it, call it the one... I mean, the, It's the,
1: not kidding.
0: When they call it the broad shoulders thing, what's that? What does that refer to? Your broad shoulders yeah. It just support supports all of you. Like okay. just,
2: we got yeah. broad shoulders, it's we so can so cool. support all of you.
0: Or even the, if the right. even when it's windy, we'll support you with windy. Well, yeah,
1: yeah, it was incredibly like you know I don't know what other towns have nicknames that are sometimes true. I think it's a hundred percent true there.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the yeah. Time.
2: Brotherly love. <laughs> it it sometimes it
1: Let's see what happens when they lose or win the
2: Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Denver, the Mile High City. Yeah, in one spot. Yeah, yeah it one is, It's It's Mile yeah, High. They sure. never uh, change it? Okay.
1: okay
5: we're, sure. What about us? We're the
0: we're the Beehive State, uh, which I always hated growing up. I can't stand that yeah. term, but it's because we're supposed to be busy as bees, you know, busy yeah. little bees, little bees Do you think running
1: that's
0: around. That's happening. You are busy. I I'm busy. I am busy. So I guess I I guess I am the Im- living embodiment of the state's motto. I don't know. You are good job. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no,
1: it's, Chicago's great. Uh, I I lived a lifetime dream. Just thought I'd share it. I got to see Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me live. <laughs> oh,
0: awesome! That's
1: right, we I've did tell only you listened that. the Ghost <laughs> of Twenty Five
0: Yeah, have you ever have you ever <laughs> yeah. seen uh, Peter Sagal in person before?
1: No, but his face and voice do not match. Not at do all. Not, yeah, not really? at all.
0: Yeah, it threw, it threw me. It I saw him in an interview bizarre. and I went, that is not Peter Sagal. Who the frick is that? That's not right. <laughs>
1: at all. It is very bizarre. But I'll tell you, it was two and a half hours. And when you guys listen on the radio, it's only an hour. So I'm telling you, the funniest parts no one ever gets to hear. Oh, yeah. like, sure that's true. So yeah. funny. Yeah,
0: I'll bet. <laughs> That's cool. Great. So, uh, who were the guest celebrity types uh, that were there? It was
1: Br- uh, Brian Babylon was mm-hmm. the one? You know, they have three comedians. Yeah, Negin Farsad, who is so funny. Yeah, and uh, Mastro Brony, who always does an accent that is so bad, and he did Australian. And I was so happy that I got to hear it in person.
0: I swear, the only time good. I the only time I ever hear it, it's what's her name, Paula Poundstone's always there. I feel like. Oh yeah. She's so fine. That would have been the dream. Nothing wrong with her, but, uh, you Just know. Just
1: because she's like, such a fixture, it'd be fun to actually have seen her. Um, and then uh, the caller, you know, like the famous person was Natasha in a- oh, oh. oh,
0: yeah. She's poker in her face. poker face. Poker yeah. face yeah. yeah. Nichols. Yeah. I like her. I was talking to Kim yesterday. really oh. funny. That woman. She's uh, a cockroach at any point. Cockroach.
2: I don't <laughs> feel like you get uh, true Natasha Leone unless she says the words cockroach.
0: Cockroach, yeah. It needs oh, to happen. Cockroach.
1: That's- What's amazing is her voice is like, yeah, is she she an 85 year old smoker no that's exactly
0: what we were talking about kim and i were just having this discussion she is she is 25 and 85 at the exact same time that woman (laughs) exactly
1: yeah and she tells a story about getting caught um she would sell pot in her upper east side high school (laughs) <laughs> and she would take the first hit and then get in an elevator and be confused why she got caught. Cause of course it smelled so bad. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I think she's done something to her throat. I can't imagine that's natural, but it's, yeah. she is.
0: But it that seems, really that seems to fit it's, like that. You telling me that story does not surprise me at all. And, and yeah. it, it makes me think her first season of, uh, Orange is the new black was her actually serving time for pot distribution. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that'd be yeah, great. She's yeah. great. She is yeah. great. The
1: funnest part was like later we listened to it with the kids when we got home. We listened. We were home by Saturday, so we listened to it, and we were just like, oh, like the funny things on the back end. It was so much fun, but then also realizing like, you know, they cut out all the inappropriate, hilarious stuff. But mm-hmm. then the other part was like this caller from St. Paul, bless him. Uh, here in my neighborhood was uh, just did not understand what he was trying to say, and she kept repeating the wrong word. I mean, it took like <laughs> twenty minutes of laughing, but in the show they just like they edit it, it so it yeah. sounds normal. And I'm like, oh, the magic of radio.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that was very fun.
0: It'd be See, cool. i still
1: geeking out about it. It'd be it's cool so if dope. they
0: put that stuff out someplace. The extra stuff, you know, maybe they do. Yeah. Yes. Maybe they do. I don't
1: know, but not two and a half hours worth. It was long. Yeah,
0: that is long. Well, that's great. What a cool uh, bucket list item you can now check off. And uh, you'll never have to see Peter Sagal's face again.
1: Uh, Ever again, because it still doesn't look right.
0: Nope. Looks wrong. People say that to us all the time. No, they'll see Brian and I for the first time. They're like, Uh you don't look like you sound.
2: Yeah, that's not, you're not Brian.
0: Yeah, I guess you
1: guys middle.
0: have the yeah. v- face for radio. We sure do. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, it's good to have you back. We're going to do an email here. Uh, as you know, Wendy's a real therapist, helps people all the time with real problems, comes on Thursdays and helps you with yours. And um, we got one today that is probably going to be relatable to a, a certain segment of our listeners, certainly is to me. And uh, I'll just read it. It's an anonymous uh, submitter who says, I'm a very casual gamer and a father of four boys. I love sharing my favorite video games with them, but I have one kid. Out of the four that can't handle it, he is unable to moderate his time. He rage quits. He gets upset when Fortnite doesn't go his way. All of my other boys are relaxed and understand games should be fun. <clears throat> it is—is uh, is it fair to ban games for my one kid, or should all my kids be banned as well? How would you handle this situation? P.S. The problem kid is ten. If y'all wanted to know, boy, I—I'll I, I, tell you where I'm—where I get hung up. Him at yeah, the end what? saying the problem kid is ten. <laughs> now I know what he yeah. means. I know what yes, he means. Right. He's saying like but the kid in question. Like a,
2: uh, are you just using that term with us or?
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's just if to me that just is a, a little bit of a red flag, but maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, Wendy, uh, you you've had okay. Real sons. quick, did
1: they did he mention birth order?
0: Uh, no, uh, no, he does not say. Uh, he just says one kid out of the four is uh, a rage quitter, and he's ten.
1: All right. So if you're listening, send us birth order, please. I'd like to know which position in the family this
0: kid is. No, wait. Before before you go Uh, on, why does that matter? I mean, I think I know why. Well, I'll tell you.
1: if he responds. All right. And then I'll tell you otherwise. But I have another analogy. I realized uh, one of my superpowers, which is really kryptonite, but it's a superpower. You know, it fluctuates between which it is. Is bad analogies. Like, I have so many. They just come out of my mouth.
2: When if you any of say of you bad ever analogies, yeah, boy, I don't know if uh, there's anybody else in your family who also <laughs> suffers from
0: that exact problem. Yeah, uh, let me think. Oh, I like okay. that you call it a superpower, though. I'm going to start uh, saying that mine. Well, is a I'll
1: superpower. tell you why it's a superpower because sometimes, as I'm doing it with a client, it like just makes everything make more sense. That's the point of the analogy, right? right like right. you use it to make something clear. Sometimes they're awesome. Like the other one day, I had a really terrible one, which was about constipation. Yeah. And the person's like, what? I'm like, I know. You keep everything in and then there's problems and things come out sideways. Anyway, and they're just like, gross, but th- but it got the point across. Anyway, so I have a problem yeah. with analogies. But this one <laughs> I think is great. And I actually stole it from a listener, so he may be listening. Oh, okay. Um, and it's really helpful and I think it applies here. I think. Okay. Yeah. So – you, you grow up in a family, and that family is a department store. And at that department store, you, you get socks. You, have a, you probably got them at Christmas, and you're still bitter about it. But you got socks from that family of origin, right? Yeah. Right. And you go and you partner someone with someone in life. And this person... <sighs> You are just perpetually trying to give those socks back to like, here, can you just take the socks back? But it turns out the person is a hardware store, so they don't take socks. Yeah. They can't take socks. There's no mechanism where that would ever work or make sense. So in other words, you
0: you got socks at Walmart and you're trying to return them at a grocery store and they're like, sir, we can't, we didn't, you didn't buy those here and we don't sell socks. socks. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that is a hundred percent of marriages. (laughs) Okay. So very commonly, right, Like, and it can be from a large issue to, down to really small ones of what I learned, how I was traumatized. You know, we talked about foo, family of origin issues. That's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at. The socks are the foo, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. you have this um, stuff that happened there. Whatever it may be, sometimes it's just what's, what you're used to are the socks, right? And then you're, you know, you partner up with someone who has a whole other set of socks. They're trying to return to your hardware store. It just doesn't work great. Now, the fun part about – here's where I break the internet with my analogy uh, – is that when you become a parent, there is a whole new pressure put on this sock exchange business,
5: mm-hmm.
1: which is <laughs> little mini use. And little mini the other person's, and to uh, walk around outside of you and trigger some stuff. Right? They may trigger the sock thing. So maybe it's the kid who rage quits. Let's just use the words um, from the email. Right? Sure. The kid who rage quits is either reminding you of your partner's socks that you can't fix. Or is reminding you of how you got those socks in your family originally. And when it's pretty deep like that, it's usually not really obvious, obvious, like, ooh, that's me. Um, Unless you're more aware. You can just have some really interesting internal reactions to that, right? Right. So automatically, the, quote, problem child um, is doing certain behaviors that I promise is eliciting the sock hardware uh, analogy okay did that make any sense
0: yeah it does no i get mm-hmm. it i okay. like this idea that every marriage is that um i'm trying to think of how that is true. with kim and i it is <laughs> you know what it is true it is it's totally true like i can't it return i can't return socks to kim you know nope. and i don't mean literally nope. although actually it's kind of literally true <laughs> you know what yeah. <laughs> <Like I don't, laughs> she's literally not going to take any socks from me, but, um, no, she really won't. Yeah. No, I get it. So, so, okay. But in, in terms of this situation, you've got the one kid who just is, you know, having trouble containing his anger or his competitiveness or whatever, compared to the other boys. Um, mm-hmm. this reminds me of my kids. Carter's very competitive in video games. Like if she's losing, she gets really, you know, whipped up into a frenzy about it. Yeah. Nick could not be bothered. He's great at games and he usually is winning. Maybe that's why she's all fired up, but, <laughs> but he, he's yeah. just chill about it and kind of can laugh it off and it's no big deal. Um, their older sister, Taylor's a little bit of a mix of both, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I guess the analogy is starting to work for me because I can't apply the same or re- sock return to Nick and Carter at the same time, just because Carter's the one, having competitive issues, I have to treat her socks separately, right? Is that kind of the bottom line? Is that uh, there is no blanket plan for this? They don't all come out just because they all came out of the same flesh shoot doesn't mean they're all the same personality. Sorry for the vagina reference, but you know what I'm saying?
1: the flesh shoot that's an analogy that's gone a little, yeah.
5: what, right. yes
1: i appreciate it i appreciate it uh my family puts it this way oh mom just has to make it worse or grosser or just one sentence too long yeah. uh that's my analogy problem yeah. yeah no you're you're right i think uh and, and what i'm getting at really with the understanding <clears throat> the the sock and hardware store analogy is just this idea that you're getting a particular response. You are having a particular response to a particular child's response. And when three out of the four prefer crest, you're going to think crest is the best way to do it. Now, what if it was three out of the four kids rage quit and freaked out all the time? Mm -hmm. Would this be a different email? Mm -hmm. Probably. Sure. Right?
0: Very different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And one makes life easy. Oh, they're fine. And then the other response makes requires some parenting, requires some interaction, or at least you feel like it requires some. Yeah, right. Okay. Sure. So I would do a couple of things. I'd have a little checklist. Number one, it would look like, huh, what is this about for me? Like, why does this bug me so much? Mm. Because you know what? No parent in the world wants to harm their kid or think something's bad for them. And then when a kid shows particular behaviors, it does get you thinking maybe this is not good for them right? Yeah, yeah. And maybe, maybe there's something I need to do here, etc. cetera. So it, it engages you in that need to whatever, but check yourself just first. That should be number one. Okay. What is this about? What does this remind me of? Mm. So maybe someone at the department store would get really angry. Maybe you don't like how you feel when you're really angry. Mm. Maybe you've had game fun and games ruined by one of your siblings and you are your other kid in this story mm. right like find your place in this dynamic and it could be anything so, so here's how i'd suggest you do it you are quiet you sit down you think about the scenario you pull it up and then you just watch what your brain shows you mm. it'll either literally show you or memories will pop up or a feeling or just something and we're very good at going like, that was random. No, your brain is releasing something to to give you a hint. Mm-hmm. So it could be a memory. It could be a con- some connection like, oh, I remember that cousin or that kid I used to play with who blah, 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 and I hated that. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Now we know your part, right? So you start with that. And rather than just assume the kid's got a problem, you start with what is my problem with what seems to be the problem, right? Mm-hmm. So you check check yourself first. That's item number one, number two, ask yourself, okay, what are you so worried is going to happen here? What is, what is the thing you're afraid of? Mm-hmm. Am I afraid this means my kid's going to be an abuser? Like what are you afraid of? And, and to some extent it could be, or, yeah, 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 no one's going to like them. Um, Cause 90% of parenting is watching a kid knowing this is going to be hard for you out in the real world. Yeah. That's almost always help you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you can understand that. And so some, some piece of this is, you know, sort of checking with like, what is it you're afraid will happen? And what are you trying to, you know, what do you feel the need to do about it? You need to shut it down. Do you need to whatever? And then third thing is just Google a developmental milestone chart and realize For a 10-year-old with maybe some of his natural proclivities, this is how he's processing a big range of emotions. He's just feeling more, right? We really lack in family systems the people who feel less and feel small because it means I can get somewhere on time. It means I can get my checklist done. I can go to my job and we can have a good time and no one ruins anything. That is it's really motivating for the department store of your family to run smoothly is people don't have real big feelings. So you might want to ask yourself, what are big feelings? What do they mean in this, this house? What does it, what does it mean in my wife's house? What does it mean in my house growing up? What did a big feelings, what happened to them?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And often you'll find they got shut down or someone was made the scapegoat or that person's different or, the problem child, right? Mm, mm. So developmentally normal for a kid to have feelings. And sometimes it's normal for a kid to have really big feelings. It's what, what's abnormal is that nobody knows how to deal with it. <laughs> I mean, common, no one has. Well, to it's deal funny
0: because it. given the topic and, and, and it's just kind of funny. I just thought of it. Um, back when, I guess he would have been around 10 or 11. Um, I had a, basically a game day with Abe with your oldest, and he came out that came and hung out with us that day. So it was just me and him and Nick, uh, playing games, eating pizza, chilling, you know, just having like uncle nephew business. And it was great. And, uh, we played, uh, what was it? NBA jam, a new NBA, the newest NBA jam game that came out for the 360. It was like a more modern version of that game. And we were playing that game. And in the middle of this, it, it's a very competitive game, head to head basketball, two on two basketball game. And, uh, about halfway through it, I start to notice that Abe is like kind of turning red and <laughs> breathing really hard and looking uh, like he's about ready to pop because he was getting beat by Nick. Yeah. And, yeah. and and Nick's over there just chilling, you know doing what he does and whatever. And I remember thinking, oh shoot, this stimulation or this particular stimulus is probably a bad idea at the moment. And that brings me to this. I know enough about Abe to know that now, He's pretty chill about this stuff. He's not, you know, overly competitive. He's not, you know, turning red and about to pop when he's playing a game with one of his friends or playing Fortnite or something. So, is some of this age? He says he's around ten. Is it possible that this is just sort of like a a stage thing? And whether it's games or something else, it's just um, you know, it's not something to 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 to, to flip out about. It's just a he he's ten, and this is kind of what some ten year olds do, and that, that this will pass.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yet also, I mean, I don't know, when's the last time you met a 40-year-old competitive person? They
5: yeah. still
0: exist. <laughs> no, that's true. And I shouldn't, you know, and I haven't seen Abe in a long so time. It's not that so, it goes
1: away. Right. It's that they learn how to manage the feeling. Right. So I think the temptation is to is is to stop the stimulus that creates the big feeling. And then we can all just feel better, right? But actually, maybe if we thought of parenting a little differently, like it's to help them tolerate the big feeling, know what to do with it, know how not to harm anyone else with those feelings. But they're perfectly safe to have perfectly okay to have. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell you the end Abe's story is not that he's not competitive anymore, is that he has really struggled with that does not like how it makes him feel to get too competitive. And so he has just decided individual sports is the way he does that or he likes to compete with himself at the gym as opposed to getting on a team and losing a game. Like he's just moved his life to where he feels better about that. Mm. Um, I don't think I did the whole thing right. Um, he does have a lifetime ban um, from League of Legends. I'm not sure.
0: If <laughs> it's right. still in effect. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh, right. Now granted, when he moves out, he can break that ban because he'll have his own, make his own decisions. But at a certain age, around, I want to say was 12, he started playing League of Legends with all his buddies, and it turned him to, I mean, a demon. Mm. Oh, so God. Okay. we no. got to a point, and whatever the design of that game is, and you guys would know, I have no idea, but the design of that game is like code to destroy my son's brain. It doesn't work for him. <laughs> so that's where, uh, on one hand, yeah, we're going to work on feeling your feelings and Managing big feelings and what do we do? This and lots of safety to talk about that and it's okay. But that was really detrimental to him. Yeah. So when we finally gave him a lifetime ban,
0: uh, yeah, by the way, some uh, described- some point of correction just so the chat understands, because I saw some people make an assumption. Wendy's saying that she banned him from League of Legends. Yeah, he did not, not get a Legends, lifetime really. ban from League of Legends. <laughs> All right. But is that even a have, thing?
2: A that is a thing. Shirt. You can
0: be banned oh, okay. for like toxic behavior and oh, stuff like okay. that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Right.
1: I'm I'm so unfamiliar with that world. But um, no, it's, it's a parental lifetime ban. Uh and, and what it happened in his response, we had lots of talks about it, is how much relief he felt because he just didn't know how to control that experience, right. that feeling, and it just turned him into a lying little wit. Yeah. And so <laughs> um, so he's and it's even now he's you know, 17 years old, and he'll just laugh about League of Legends and just be like, you know, I don't even know what it'll be like when I can see it again. We're like, you're not allowed to see it again. He's like, uh-huh. Because <laughs> clearly he will at some point. Of course. But but I think he just learned, like, this isn't good for me. Mm. And I'm telling you right now, how many adults <laughs> listening to this right now think what they're doing every day is fine when it's maybe not actually good for them? So this is a normal part of life, mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, and then other times you don't like, I have a client very suicidal at the moment. We're doing lots of things to make sure that, that, that she's okay. And the number one thing I had her do immediately was get off all social media. Yeah. And within a week, she's like, I cannot believe the difference in my brain. Mm. I mean, that alone was better than inpatient treatment because what it did for her particularly was stopped the the scrolling and stopped the comparing to everyone's life. And even though she didn't think that was happening at all, and it's because our brains are stupid and funny, yeah. right? Anyway, and so you take this child. This is a great opportunity. First of all, that's why I want you to do all your own checking first. I have no problem with League of Legends. I had a problem. I, I had a, am I a good mom moment, right? Like I got to help this kid, right? So, You can do that checking first, and then you can also say, is this just me not being cool about video games, or is this just me not having, um, handling big emotions, or is this harming my kid? There is a real question there, and that's what makes parenting so hard. If it was just crack down or do whatever I felt like, I mean, there's a price to be paid for that kind of parenting. Mm -hmm. The harder parenting takes longer, which is checking your own garbage, um, you know, working as a team if you're partnered and then what is best for this kid. And so sometimes it really is to have that boundary, like, all right, let's, let's take a break from this. Um, Or is there some other way that we can enjoy games and you don't have to feel all the things if you don't want to, you know? So, so it's just a lot more talking and not so much what I think video game playing as a family is, which is relaxing and escapism and hey, we're just doing like it, it. It makes it something else. It's like if you're going to play card game with somebody you don't know real well, and suddenly they're screaming and flipping the board over. Mm. You're like, yeah, mm. we're not going to do that again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I had friends. <laughs> it's understandable. Friends that, we had neighbors that did this with Catan, uh, Settlers of Catan, which is the yeah. most chill mm. game. You should never have to freak out playing Settlers of Catan. You just shouldn't. But this husband wife team. We're so hardcore on each other and mad and upset. And at one point, one of them got up and threw their pieces everywhere. And I remember turning to Kim and going, we're never doing this again.
2: (laughs) We now now have a thing that we we can never do with this group of people. Yeah. And I was in my
0: my 20s where I I gave a lot more craps about things like this. And I was just like, I'm never doing this again with these people. This is like never going to happen. Today, I'm not sure we'd ever start the game. Cause I just have like an inkling that these are going to be those people, you know? But back then it was like, whatever it's everybody will just try, but what a nightmare. Yeah. So oh, yeah. God. And
1: that yeah. is probably what the emailer is also tuned into is nobody likes a sore loser, right? We, we have phrases in our lingo. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes a sore loser. Right. That's exactly what Abe is. <laughs> That's
5: what this kid is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: They feel yeah. it so deeply and then they make it, it comes out. Right. Yeah. So sometimes it it may be just a question of having some, some conversations with this kid, offering some skills, offering ways to think about it, offering a break. There has been many, many times I have asked parents, you know, they're like, what do I do? And like, stop the privilege that is happening Mm -hmm. and have a calm, like reorientation and then go back to it. Right. And what kids usually do is it's such a relief because they don't have the skills yet to handle the thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you give them some skills, you walk through it, you you know, you ask him how it feels in his body. Like what is going on for you? Not in the moment. Remember my rule. You don't have a conversation about sex in a bedroom. You do not have a conversation about how finances as the, you're paying bills. You have to have them at different times.
2: Separate, separate from the moment, separate, yes, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so So take this kid to get some yummy fries and ice cream or whatever you want to do and just say, hey, let's talk about how it feels when you're playing video games.
0: Have you ever had anybody do that, though? Like, Have you ever had a client go, yeah, we we taught our kid about the birds and the bees. uh, And the way we did it was we had them in the room while we were doing it. Uh, we made sure. <laughs> do you think that's ever happened? Do <laughs> you think everyone thought that was a good idea?
1: No. Yes and no. Don't, no.
0: Don't no. ever do it. No. Yeah.
1: Not, yeah. I'm talking about between yeah. two adults. Okay. Right.
2: Like you're having, you're having a conversation like, oh, we don't do it enough, but don't do it like while you're laying in bed together. Exactly. Yeah, don't do that.
0: Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? I would lose yeah. ice. Yes. No.
1: Don't no, imagine. no, no. And and the, the thing about the parenting thing too, and everybody knows this, and that's why birth order is interesting, um, is because... You know, my kid who's terrible at competitive anything because he wants is mad made the other kids around him not want to participate with him. Mm. Right. Yeah. And they start developing their own socks in the department store because of siblings. I think we haven't talked much about sibling how siblings can damage one another. Yeah. Um, but I think that's every parent's fear too. I mean, I remember yeah. mom and dad saying, like, well, I sure hope, you know, Tara, who was really hard for them, didn't. You know, I still Mom will say I still him. feel bad. <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mean, there's probably a worry from this guy that uh, the yeah. the the kid that has a hard time with competitive play will quote unquote infect, you know, that some of that will rub off on the other ones, especially if, if they play a game against each other, as opposed to all playing Fortnite individually. But if they play a um right. a game against each other of something and and uh, angry kid I just don't want to call him problem kid, but the angry kid's not yeah. a whole lot better. Yeah. But you know, he gets uh, becomes a sore loser about it. That could rub off on the the other one, or a sore winner might even be worse, right? Oh yeah, sore rubbing winning, it in yeah. the other one's face could turn the other ones into sore losers. Yeah, good point.
1: Yeah, and so you're you're maybe acting out of that concern, which then means it's harder to be a little more clear eyed, right? Into mm-hmm. um, helping this kid get what he needs. You just want him to stop harming your other kids or right. causing distress in the family or more stress. Right. So, and, and I can say this cause I have four children, you're neglecting one of them at all times, at least. <laughs> right. <laughs> and one is, one is screaming for more attention than the others for reasons sure. or, you know, and so this is not easy. Um, and it feels like oh, one more thing to do when we're just trying to have fun. Um, but sorry, you signed up for it when you kept having babies. Um, And it's, it's tricky. It's really tricky. And I I do really empathize, but I do think if you can give a little more individual attention and I'm going to give you a little secret to, to do this, that I think is really powerful. It works wonders with adults and really well with kids. If you can get yourself in the right mindset to do it. And that is to help like Brian, you were saying angry kids know better. So the problem kid or the angry kid, as if it's, a whole person. Right. It's not, right? right? Exactly. And that's why yes. you hesitate because mm-hmm. that's not what you mean. No, but I a just way to some use... way of
2: identifying the kid in, in just right. a few words so I could... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So point. without labeling anybody, you, what you can do is help them not label themselves, right? Because I, I think that happens naturally, especially with lots of kids is you kind of have, you're the helpful one and mm-hmm. you're the stupid one and you're the <laughs> angry one or you know whatever. Um, it's shortcut, I guess, for managing a crew. But you know, is to talk this way. So for example, you're, you take the kid to dinner by himself. Okay. Yeah. Start there. And you say, you know, let's chat about something. So it, so it seems like sometimes a part of you, a part of you gets really angry yeah. when you're playing video games. Sure. So not you get really angry. A part of you is really angry. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about that part of you. So what's it like? Right? What do you, What do you experience when that's happening? Just walk me through it, and yeah. then he's going to talk about what it's like.
0: Yeah, you be, you'd be surprised. The ten-year-old, the ten-year-old's smart enough and been around long enough. They're, they're going to say they're going to they're going to educate you on how that feels if you don't know exactly. They really will. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But if you are telling them they are angry, or you're, you know, and, and this is really a subtle language difference. I'm just saying you get really angry to a part of you that seems really angry. Yeah. And so what you're doing is just giving them a little space. The other parts of them, the part that knows and feels really bad that that happens is allowed to be there. Right.
5: Yeah.
1: And so there's lots of, and we all talk this way, right? Like, Oh, a part of me wants to do this or a part of me just wishes I could blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not a hundred percent. It's just a part of you. And so anger is a really important part of us. It's a protector it is power it gets a lot of people to behave differently notice it gets you a dinner in this case right yeah. like it is powerful <laughs> yeah. and so you're you're basically helping your kid talk through what when this part's sort of running the show what it's like but that part isn't always running the show and so the more they can just sort of have a little space or separate the easier it will be the next time they're playing is, okay, it sounds, seems like a part of you is getting really angry again. You know, take a breath. You know, whatever kinds of coachings or help you want to give them and skills around sort of managing um, when that part takes over, you're going to also show them it's not their the, their whole self. Yeah. They are not bad. Anger is not bad. What happens is if we do this very quickly, we just go, like, shut it down and don't act. Mm. And we use our anger to stop their anger. Right. And I'm speaking from experience.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, this is a direct thing you you dealt with. I, I forgot about the League yeah. of Legends thing. Oh, I'm it, not done. Yeah, you're not done yet.
1: <laughs> but like, here's isn't the best it, it's part. So, yeah. is I know exactly how I'm screwing my kids up. Yeah. You guys just get to sort of think about it every once in a while. I know exactly when yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> but
0: isn't it, isn't it funny how, like, um, I know this is probably true of every family dynamic with multiple kids, but... You think because genetically you're bringing in, you know, you're bringing together the same genetics and somehow the kids are all going to come out identical and behave the same. And I'm sure that's true of some families. I mean, I know some people where all the kids seem like clones of each other, but it's mostly not true. And they're all so different. Like Elliot and, and uh, you know, uh, Abe could not be more different those two kids oh, or, gosh, or Peter so for that different. matter. Peter's like a whole other stratosphere of different from those other kids. Same with my kids. They're uh. all so diverse and different and there's just no one size fits all. It might be one size fits all for certain activities. You know, they're all, maybe they're all fine with video games and don't get overly competitive, but boy, with four of them, you're really not, your odd. The odds are against you for that. And so none of this should be a surprise or I don't know. It's a chance for you to really get into it with him and understand where he's coming from and come out on the other side with just a better relationship with that kid. You know, yeah. I had to do no, this. No.
1: I mean, if this is the second kid or third kid or fourth kid, you have a, some idea that there's different stages, but like if it's your oldest, that can be particularly hard because you don't know. Everyone grows out of a lot of
5: things
1: mm-hmm. or it morphs or changes. I thought Abe would be, you know, a, a fiery hot ball of fight every second of his life. And he really has learned some different skills and can handle things very differently. In fact, sometimes someone's, he's, they said, what are you interested in doing? He's like, I thinking I might be a lawyer. And someone's like, how you don't take anything seriously. I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> you have tricked them. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cause you do take things seriously, but he's really worked to, to relax that part of him that, Finds winning a game is the most important thing in that moment. He's figured figured that out. There's plenty of adults who have not figured that out, right? Yeah. And so you're you're expecting a ten year old to do something that who's the dude? Terrible coach that throws chairs
2: and
0: oh, uh, well, night Something night, Bobby Knight.
1: Bobby Knight. That's Bobby what I was gonna right? yeah. say. Um, I'm. I don't know. Well, never it was Bill
2: Belichick, Bobby. but he just throws deflated footballs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's
2: right. He destroys the game. So so
1: there is just, you know, lots of evidence that this is a lifelong journey and you know, sort of having building a foundation. I I always tell people listen, it's hard to hear because it's so exhausting, but but parenting is a long game. A long, long game. And you are creating the relationship with your ten year old now around this topic um, that is gonna last for a long time. And you can always change it and do something differently, but you have a great opportunity to start to build some building blocks because there is something showing up for this kid right now. Yep. You know,
0: you're right. Mm-hmm. By the way, Bobby Knight's still with us. Uh Bobby Knight is mom's age and uh, he's not <laughs> he's not throwing chairs anymore. He's throwing diapers now. So, uh, Aww, yeah, only, one, uh, only when he's upset, it's fine. Yeah. yeah it is gross uh well there you go i think that's a uh, very helpful stuff i would love to hear back from this listener we didn't get a name but uh would love to hear back on uh progress here and um i don't know i think you can have some real positive stuff with this kid you just gotta do the things wendy said and then nice beware, of,
1: beware of scapegoating right
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh everyone should you know who's the kid that can carry the family's dysfunction is usually the kid who's saying it out loud yeah right like, ah, yeah, and responding and reacting and truth-telling truth through behavior. And so I think everyone should just go read about scapegoating. That's just everyone's uh, assignment yeah.
0: today. If your goats are getting Don't out. Don't do it. No. Let and them if keep,
1: you've been scapegoated, oof, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Keep do your goats. It takes to keep your goats from scaping. That's right. No, That's right. no, no scaping. No, escaping. no landscaping. No manscaping. Any of that. No All zero right? escaping. Not <laughs> no zero scaping. None <laughs> of it. Or even zero scaping, as I used to call it none of that either okay uh, anyway.
1: so i have two things to talk about can go. i bring them up
0: yeah but of course as we end here yeah
1: okay number one uh real steps is live i will send an email out but you can go to realsteps.org right now and sign up for the march round that's coming up right. it starts on march 6th gonna be
0: so good for some oh, reason the site so says it's happening. down Why? oh no it's up now okay we're good Never mind.
1: It so. is up. It was not. It is up. I made Adam do it all like late last night. <laughs> so yay for him. Yep. Um. Anyway, it's up and ready to rumble, and it's going to be a blast. This this round is going to be really fun. So please go there and sign up, and I will bug you in on this show until it starts, and then I'll stop on you. How, anyway, ca- that's how come? One.
0: How come Alina has a brand new photo, her drinking some kind of green smoothie drink, and Wendy's still using her old photo? Where's your new photos
1: coming? I tr- I switched it. I tried to switch it, and I t- clearly didn't do. Well. What normal people do is like save it, so uh, I got to do that again.
0: Okay, good luck to you on that. But whatever. Okay, <laughs>
1: don't critique me no live. Right. No critiquing. No critiquing. Written complaints to <laughs> admin at uh, realsteps.org. Um, you can reach me there. By the way. Yeah. Okay. The second thing is really sad. <laughs> so oh, no. Oh. Sorry to sorry to ruin the mood, but all right. Uh, I have a favor to ask the the community if people are willing. So. Um, we didn't talk much about it, but when in January, when I came out to Salt Lake last minute, um, so what happened was, is a good, really good friend of mine from high school. We did reference that, that yeah. we've all been close and good friends for a long time. Anyway. Sure. So a good friend of mine from high school, her, um, teenage son, who's exact same age as my son, like months apart, was in a basketball game and did, went up to block a shot, just had a really weird, um, injury where like his hip flexor ripped from his hip and just a bunch of mm. okay. really severe damage. They, the x-rays they said look like, like a little mini grenade had gone off. And so it just had lots of injuries that way. And anyway, um, they had him rest for a week and were monitoring dad's a, um, orthopedic surgeon. So he was, you know, being really careful on all the things. And the day after Christmas got up to, um, go to a doctor's visit and through a blood clot and he it stopped his heart and he died
5: oh jeez
1: and was just just so horrible and so tragic and so sad and this kid was you know they're in a little town in Wyoming and so it was a really big deal for the community and um, anyway everyone showed up to this funeral and it was just it had a thousand people and we were in this theater it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen and my friends just a rock, and um anyway, and so and part of f- trying to be there for her, when you you know, when you grieve something like this, it's just like there's it's unfathomable. Like, what do you even say and do? and and we've talked about grief on the show before, and just it's so hard, you think you're gonna say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. And so we had my my group of friends, we had a long discussions about how to support her and what what to do. And so one of the things we're doing is every two weeks, one of us is assigned the week Mm. and it's grieving with them and, and honoring him in some way and just making sure we still talk about him. His name's Max. Um, And, you know, just sort of allowing that to always be okay. That because we have five 17 year olds among us. So we all have kids who just keep going Mm. and that, that kid has stopped in time, And it's heart-wrenching. So I thought everyone's kind of doing different things. He was a big uh, he was a fan of a certain team so one friend got him a bunch of like jerseys with his name and his basketball on it and stuff and that was one week. And another week someone's sending her to like a spa. We're just trying to do nice things. So I was thinking what could I do? And I thought about the frog pants people and how kind and nice you guys all are. <laughs> and I thought you know one of the things I think you know this kid was such a good kid. <laughs> um, just like normal and sweet and nice. And just so hard. And um, as just some, some way of honoring him. And so they have actually started a scholarship in his name. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they've decided which, where the, exactly the money will go, but they're just, you know, collecting it in his honor. And so I thought what I could do is if, you know, if anyone's willing to donate a dollar or two, um, we could send the money, you know, I could, I would, I'm going to send it all at once as like a bulk thing and just say, you know, this is from the tadpool basically. basically mm-hmm. um, and explain who you guys are because <laughs> I don't think she knows. Um, and just, you know, in honor of max and then, but really even more than that, if, if money is not a thing you can share um, and it doesn't, I don't want a lot. I just want a little, but I want from a lot of people. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: Small amounts from a large group of people. Small
1: amounts would be lovely. And just, yeah. you know, it'll go f- obviously to a good cause, but just what I want, probably even more than that is just words. So what I was thinking is if people can donate a buck and then just, you know, in, in Venmo and I'll have it come to me and then I'll send it all to her at once when it's my turn. My, my turn's the end of February the 26th. Mm. Um, and send it in, I don't know, I'll print it out or make a little book or just something of just people sharing like that. He's not forgotten. Um, I mean, you can look him up. His name's Max Sorensen. You can see his, um, his obituary online is beautiful and amazing. And, um, anyway, and just, I don't know. I mean, this is hard for me to ask because I, it's very personal obviously, sure, but it also just I just think I don't know what else to do. Mm. And this community is always so good when people are, don't know what to do
0: <laughs> yeah. and
1: need help. No, so.
0: That's absolutely true. I would love to do that. Um, is there, so do you want to give out your, your Venmo name?
1: Yeah. So okay. I'll do it. Yeah. So then I can just do it uh, uh, all at once. And, sure. Yeah. You know, like, I present whatever. Um, and then people can just email me uh, anything if you don't want to do it through Venmo. Yeah. Um, you could just email it, actually do it at admin at real steps actually.
0: Okay. So um, admin, admin at real steps.org is yeah, the email admin address. at Real steps.org. Yeah.
1: And then I'll just collect all of that. And you don't obviously have to put your names or anything else, even if it's just a sentence, Um, uh, maybe where you're from, like the kids lived all over the country and is, he just like had plans to travel the world. I think it'd be sweet for him to just see that people all around the world are good and their family. Mm. Um, Anyway, and so my Venmo is just at Wendy Dunford, W-E-N-D-I-D-U-N-F-O-R-D.
0: Dunford. And there's so, a picture
1: of me making a stupid face.
0: Well, <laughs> that's what we Johnsons do on our social accounts. Uh, yeah. So, so Wendy, at, but don't forget the I. It's Wendy with an I, you guys. Uh, Wendy with an I, Dunford,
1: W N D I. Yeah, yeah, Wendy with a Y, Dunford, is happy to get all the extra money. Uh, yeah, she has sometimes sent her. me things. Oh, really? <laughs> well, do, Dunford, get, yeah.
0: do you get stuff from Yeah. The, oh, weird.
1: That's it's weird. happened before.
0: Uh-huh. I get Scott Johnson um, stuff here on there too. So thanks mom and dad for naming us weird. I appreciate it. For our it.
1: basic names. So at nope. Wendy Dunford with an I, and then you could just put any message there and then I'll just keep track of all of that. And then I'll let you know, um, at the end how it goes and, uh, that would be really sweet. Yeah. So if anyone's in the mood, feels like that's something they want to, Yeah. especially if you've lost anyone, I think you kind of get it in a way that just, you don't get it till you get it. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a couple of people just reach out who have been there for friends who's, who've lost children. And there's like a sub support group for the friends of friends, tr- just trying to do the right thing by your friend because the mo- the world moves on and just really, really hard.
0: Yeah, so, it's super hard.
1: So thanks. Sorry to
0: no, come no, no, everyone out. No, but. no, no apologies necessary. I think uh, I think this is a great way we can help. So uh, I can already see the chat room brewing about where how they want to do it and where they're going to do it. That's good okay. to see if anybody's uh, listening at home and you want to contribute again, that is at Wendy Dunford with an I for Wendy, Wendy Dunford on uh, Venmo or, uh, email her directly if you want to do it a different way at admin at real dot And, uh, let's do something nice for these people. They deserve yeah. it.
1: That'd be sweet.
0: Thank um, you. awesome. Well, uh, I'm glad we're doing that and I'm also glad to have you back. We'll, we'll do this again next week and oh, and Wendy's coming to Vegas. So that's fun
1: yeah um, I, oh, I need boy. jobs tell me what I'm i got one to i got one
0: for you there, so right? i was thinking i was talking to brian about it a little bit and i think you and i maybe have talked about this but um we should we should do like a little lucy booth <laughs> like another five percent
2: psychotherapy booth yeah yeah i'll do it
1: yeah remember yeah. that that was very fun it was fun. i could also do a little like a fun group i was thinking i'd make all the real steppers who were there yeah. join me for a little um, real step mind-blowing oh, they, totally could. they know yeah. what i'm talking about and there's a bunch <laughs>
0: there'll be a bunch there so absolutely that'll be okay that'll be great
1: yeah. i mean others others can join too but you know I've got to, i gotta right. see my, my people too
0: so. sure sure uh, we'll come up with awesome. some cool stuff but and, i'm
2: and i'm pulling you into the uh the taskville uh competition as well so yeah. uh great because
1: i'm really good at trivia if that's what it is
2: it nothing to do with trivia which is the best oh, part I'm
0: yep so- you ever I'm done so a,
1: bad have you trivial. ever done
0: an escape room is the question. Have you ever done that?
1: Oh, I'm also. Yeah. No. All right. <laughs> I'll do my best. It's going to be great.
0: It won't. I, I can promise you this. Brian's designing this thing and it's not like weird or hard. It's I mean, it's it's challenging, oh. but it's not like, oh, we put you in a terrible position. It's not like that
1: and now um, you're a loser and no one has <laughs> anything to say. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, we'll get you more info on that cuz I got to find out when you okay. I guess we got to find out when you're getting into town. Um do you know when you're getting yeah. in? You're getting in on Monday or do you know?
1: Monday noonish.
0: Noonish Monday? All right. We'll we'll yep. figure this out and get it worked around. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm very excited to see you because I don't get to very often, and then that will yeah. that will soften the blow of having to deal with all our relatives in July when we have our family reunion. That'll exactly. be great. Exactly. Uh, we'll take it easy. Uh, <laughs> okay. All our best, and tell, uh, remind uh, Abe for us that um, it's better to have your mom ban you from League than Riot banned you from League of Legends. <laughs> okay. Because okay. he'll never he get back in that it. way. All right. We'll see you later. Yep. Uh, all right. Well done. Yes, yeah, so you kind of need her there early for this, right? Or how does it work?
2: I'd like, yeah, if I could get her there early for it, then that would be great. Like, but uh, totally understand. You know, um, we can we can figure out see if it, if we can make it work. I was yeah. hoping to do all of the for the folks who have to do all the editing, hoping to do all that stuff for Sunday. But maybe there's a way around it. Maybe we
0: can figure something out. Put that Kevin KT data to work, man. Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah. that would be the perfect. So last year's project, which kind of had some trouble with audio. I know you guys are accounting for all that this Uh year, but if you had a situation where you're like, crap, we need to very quickly get audio that was distant and make it better, that Adobe thing is actually good for that. That Adobe thing. Yeah, Yeah, that's actually legit good for that sort of stuff. That's
2: not bad. Yeah, it's actually a really good uh, way to do it. Something to think about.
0: Uh, All right. That's the the end of this here show that we did here. And uh, I really enjoyed it today. But guess what? There's more content coming. Brian, tell me about Coverville today. What's going on? (laughs)
2: Yeah, Coverville today is not gonna be today. Oh um, shit. Had a, Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. I was gonna have to announce this anyway. Um got a client meeting this afternoon that is gonna take most of the afternoon. However, I'm putting stuff together for a Barrett Strong tribute episode. Um a lot of the old Temptation songs, like the biggest songs by the Temptations, um, the song Money, That's What I Want, uh is uh you know, Barrett Strong. So many of that old those old Motown songs our Barrett Strong and uh, so we're going to have a tribute episode for him because he just passed away mm. in the last week so far of the five episodes of, or four episodes of Coverville uh, this year three of them are tribute episodes <laughs> 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 to people we've already lost in the first part of this year it's like oh no slow down 2023 Sure. Uh, anyway so that'll be coming up just keep an eye on my Twitter I'll announce it and uh, if you're subscribed to Coverville you'll just get it automatically as to when it happens
0: nice uh, obviously look forward to that skim today sometime i don't know when but kim and i'll be sitting down for a skim episode today depends on a couple of things with her schedule but uh we should have an episode today core tonight for sure at 5 p.m lots to talk about there if you want to hear the sad tale of somebody who's bought hitman 3 aka hitman world of assassination three different times well (laughs) tune in and find out why i did that um i got a story around that and it's uh that game's awesome oh my gosh it's so good. uh core oh i mentioned core film sack this weekend is it rambo we're doing first blood first blood part two rambo oh i'm looking forward to this uh so finally getting another rambo in and helping stack the deck for uh, sylvester stallone being our most sacked actor so
2: that's right watched watching it tonight but i think i've already figured out what my intro is going to be based around so oh, amazing to do that. all
0: yes. right very good you'll do it will you do it shirtless or the red bandana while you write it I kind that. of
2: always do. You just can't see it because we don't stream. We don't live uh, record uh, film sack. That's so. a good point.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah. Also, a TMS couch party for patrons this Friday. That's t- uh, tomorrow at three p.m. I think we're
2: doing uh, Captain Marvel. Are we starting Captain Marvel? Yeah, sounds good. How should. long is that?
0: It's probably I've got a math game tomorrow night. But um, we could either start early or we could do half. Or we could split do split
2: it in half. Yeah, we might do that. I could do half.
0: Half's fine. Mm-hmm let's do that we'll do half and then take a week-long intermission
2: yeah you know there we
0: go and we, we all let's all go to the lobby for seven days
2: harder faster bigger better baby that's 124 say. minutes so uh two hours four minutes so yeah i think we might uh we might split that one we'll split, split it in it. half
0: yep we'll find the hour mark and we'll we'll call it good uh so that is uh for you patrons of the show that's this friday that's tomorrow 3 p.m mountain time Uh, If you want to be there for that, 2 p.m. uh, Pacific and, of course, 5 p.m. Eastern. And if you're Central, you know what time it is. All right. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is how you can be part of that and many other things, including avoiding commercials until the end of time. It's a great way to never have an ad. It's also a great way to get pre-show content that you don't get in any other way, as well as post-show content, I should mention. Uh, We do these couch parties. We do monthly playdates with video games. We do a bunch of other great monthly benefits that you can be a part of now. If you'll just join us at patreon.com slash TMS and be a part of the larger community for as low as a dollar a month because we're stupid. All right, (laughs) moving on. Let's do a song and that song you have. So tell me about song. Look at this. this is our second visit up to Edmonton, Canada, this time for
2: Derek, who writes, Hey, Strathcone and Belgravia, Belgravia, those are neighborhoods in Edmonton. I'd like to request a song for my 38th year of being free from the womb. Uh, came out, uh, or his, his request was for February 1st. So yesterday, not too bad. Nice. This year has been hell for my mental health. And it's a damn good thing I have you two and everyone on TMS to listen to. You all make such a huge difference. I hope you realize what amazing things you do. For my request this year, I'd like to have some sort of K-pop. I've really gotten into it this year, and thankfully, with some suggestions from listening to Tom Merritt, <laughs> I think uh, his, his uh, recent foray to... Um the One Direction Kid, uh, former One Direction Kid's uh, concert, mm. uh, is his first non-K-pop concert in like five or six years.
0: Yeah, they have they've have been nothing but K-pop 100% of the time over there at their house. Yeah, household. Harry Styles. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, I've been expanding my horizons. I'm not sure what kind of covers are out there, but I know you can find something awesome. Once again, thank you so much for the show and everything that you do. Derek in Edmonton, Canada.
5: Let's party!
0: Happy birthday.
2: Excellent. So uh, this is this is tricky, right? Because you, the the way to find it, you can't really just search K-pop covers. You find a lot of K-pop or a lot of covers of K-pop artists. So you kind of have to start with a um, a a popular K-pop band, and then see what covers they might have done. Which is what I did. I did a search through things like Blackpink and um, BTS and all sorts of things like that. Ended up with Girls Generation. This is a song they recorded back in 2012, and it's called Dancing Queen, so you might immediately assume, oh, it's a cover of the song by ABBA. Right, sure, easy. No, it's not. It's a cover of the song Mercy by Duffy. <laughs> wow. Uh, they just happened to change uh, the the, uh, the lyric, and they're using Dancing Queen. This is, this is great. It is so goofy fun. K-pop is uh, always a fun little thing to foray into. Here is Girls' Generation and their cover of Dancing Queen. Girls'
6: Generation. Let's dance.
0: Frog pants Network Frog pants Network get more shows like this at frogpants.com It's starting to be a bit of a pain not
2: to have a cd-ROM drive in your notebook computer
4: even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more plus,